0: we both just mend each other. We never I feel like you always like welcome everyone back so I should just like let you take the reins on that but I'm always awkwardly like, also, hmm, like is it gonna be me today? Don't know
1: what to say ever. I'm like all right hey hi
0: hello Hey folks. It's, <laughs> it's us again. <laughs> welcome back. You, you had to click on our podcast yes, and you it. know who we are. <laughs> yeah, this is not a shock to you but you know it is a shock that we're talking about actual work today mm-hmm. and not reality tv dating drunk stories, celebrities, celebrities, pretty much all of the gossip that we usually chat about. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about like, I don't want to call it boring because I don't think it's boring, but like the stuff we all have to do.
0: Mm -hmm. We can all relate, I think, on this stuff Mm -hmm. too, though. Yeah. So
1: we already had a few like chats earlier Mm -hmm. about some similar things that like either we face or other people face. And even though our careers may be very different, we all kind of face similar struggles. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, I think if you scroll through Twitter on any given day, you get brought down real quick to earth that, okay, everyone in our age range is very much on the same page with work stuff. That is something
1: that I really appreciate, um, especially being, to remind everyone, I'm less than a year out of school, so I've been working for 10 months, and I in the fall like went through a really like hard struggle and like the transition phase like I just moved I wasn't as close to my friends anymore and I thought I was like the only one like struggling and like Mm -hmm. think like having existential thoughts about like this is it really like we just work all the time and like are you sure
0: yeah (laughs) um
1: and then I had like a few conversations with some of my closest friends and we like the common denominator is like we were just all miserable and I was like (laughs) okay like in in each of those conversations we like we all just sort of looked at each other like I'm glad you're miserable too like in the best way possible (laughs) yes it's nice to
0: have people to commiserate with Mm -hmm. for sure honestly on maybe it was Friday or Saturday whenever National Margarita Day was Mm -hmm. maybe Saturday um, a few of my friends and I met up for margaritas and we were all just like talking about life and like Mm -hmm. what it's like being you know a 25 year old in 2020 and yeah it's just I mean we're all just getting through it's (laughs) it's a weird time and then
1: Andrea who Mm -hmm. we both used to work with um tweeted today about getting ready for work and reminding herself that Jeffrey Starr didn't (laughs) like was was broke until he was 30 or something along the lines and like that's not what I want to hear like it's really like I don't want to be like struggling like, do I, have I can like have a beer with seven dinner or not yeah. <laughs> like but I guess it's the truth
0: yeah no it is I mean I feel like everyone reminds us constantly of those quotes like Oprah was probably I don't know like all these famous lovers yeah. like Tina Fey was working at like a McDonald's I don't know like right. all, you know those yeah. are clearly not the accurate, accurate facts but something along those lines right. exactly like no one apparently was very successful at this age but it just looks that way if you follow. the <laughs> The right people on social media exactly. and then you feel terrible about well, yourself. Well, that's the thing
1: and I know like we both have notes in here about this, but like how nice it would be to be an influencer. Oh,
0: God, but I love that.
1: But the thing <laughs> is, is like I would love, first of all, I, I would just love my Instagram to look like an influencer, mm-hmm. but I do not want to do it myself.
0: No, I mean, I...
1: I don't have the energy to make it an Instagram seems look like that.
0: like the funnest job ever, but f- as people who have done work with influencers, like on the
1: mm-hmm.
0: work side of it, like... Right so much goes into it I don't think I'd actually want to do it the thought of having to post photos possibly of myself because I have to and it's like contractually a thing when I don't want to or I don't feel my I don't know I just you know all the power to them they obviously live great lives but there's so much work that goes into it Mm -hmm. I don't have it in me
1: yeah I definitely don't have the creative ability in me Mm. I I mean I think I could do it from like a content creation side if I had someone like helping me create the content Mm. because I am not a good photographer I'm not I'm I'm not a copywriter um, which is one of my pain points in my job (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I think it'd be I could handle like putting myself out there every day I just don't know if I could handle the like creative energy needed if that
0: makes no yeah I get that I feel like I could do I could be on Instagram stories Every day of my life, mm-hmm. showing what I'm doing, something about putting something on my, like a static post makes me nervous. Like sometimes I have to do it for my, like I do events or Bumble and they like us to post like mm-hmm. about things. And if I like am having a particularly ugly week and mm-hmm. I don't want a photo of myself out there, but I feel like, oh, I probably should. I need to like remind right. people about this event or this or that. Yeah. I don't like that part of it. Right. That being said, if anyone would like to sponsor us we are not against it we
1: are not against it actually very for it we also know that our ksfw social media is so bad so much work, and it's so fun we both work in marketing i know
0: both do social media as a part of our jobs
1: which i hate
0: i'm sorry like i'm not not crazy about that part of it no i
1: really that's one of those things is like social is such a good skill to have and so you put Mm -hmm. it on like every job application every resume blah, blah blah but i was literally thinking to myself the other day of like Yeah, it's something I've spent a lot of time doing in almost every job or in projects I've had. But I would like to stop doing it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's horrible. It sounds so fun. Like, when I was in college, I thought for sure I was going to graduate college and strictly do social media marketing. Mm -hmm. Because I like being on my own social media. How fun would it be to do that as? Yeah, it's like, that's my job. No. No. Doing it for a brand is not that fun no I do
1: doing, it but doing it when you mm. don't have content to post oh, is horrible. bane of my existence or when you have the same content and you have to come up with a different caption three times a week
0: horrible yeah absolutely no. miserable no that also being said should we probably tell people what we do I know work? I think
1: we should back up I think we told <laughs> them like months ago but they may know our names by now but I think they, besides reality tv they don't know much about yeah us.
0: Th- yeah um, well, first of all, we met through work, which we I did. know we've said, but for anyone new here, yes, we met through work mm-hmm. at Ring Communications, which is where I still work.
1: We love RingCom. Yes.
0: Still, no matter what, once a Ring girl, always, always a Ring Comm girl. Com girl. Um, and I'm still there. Um, I'm a senior manager. Oh. You know, just do a little bit of everything, PR, social media marketing, <laughs> 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 um, all sorts of other things, events, and Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot because that's not all I do, but I'll let you go first. Right. And then we'll jump into the side the hustles side stuff. of it all. Yeah,
1: because we're in our 20s and, and
0: everyone has a side hustle now. <laughs> everyone
1: has a side hustle. Um, so I work at a digital marketing agency. Um, studied marketing in school. Absolutely love marketing. I have love the strategy behind it. Um, my job still involves a lot of like day to day, small, minuscule tasks like social media email mm. sending which like sending mass email sends is truly one of the scariest things to just be like click a button and 500,000 people are going to receive this email
0: yes yep that's
1: how it goes um if you ever like start thinking about anyone at eleven thirty every day that's me please <laughs> <laughs> I need your thoughts and prayers um yeah content creation a lot of client communication that I'll leave it at that
0: yeah I know it's a little
1: bit of everything I
0: feel like Jobs in our field are kind of if you aren't in the field, yeah. you don't understand it, which is something that I wanted to clarify because the amount of times people are like, Oh, what do you do for? Can you just go to events and like post about it on your social media? No, no, I mean, occasionally, yes, right, but those are like the great days. Like, I love when that's the day that I get to have and yeah. but I get to do something really fun like that. The general day to day is not like that at all, right? I sit at my computer. And I'm constantly writing emails, press releases, content stuff, copywriting for mm-hmm. social media, like literally always writing. Always something.
1: writing. Um, we being in a little bit of a bigger agency and we do website builds as well as marketing and creative. Um, so it's a lot of like task management. So mm-hmm. like half of my time, I still feel like is Cre- literally creating tasks mm-hmm. in our project management system and like writing them all out <laughs> and assigning them to them and it's like one of the most painful processes I think in yeah, just any sounds... sort of agency life because it's like I have to get information that's in my own brain that I know as well as take information that my client has sent me and somehow mm-hmm. make it make sense to someone that doesn't live and breathe my client every second of every day like oh. I do and have them create something and it's tough yeah
0: yeah I feel you.
1: Yeah. So talking to people and writing is a lot of what we do.
0: Yeah. If you're not in the field, you don't get it. I mean, I I feel
1: like about that about everyone else, too, though. Yeah.
0: I have no idea what my friends do. Like, they can explain Mm -hmm. it to me, but if they don't give me a day-by-day, like, this is my schedule, this is what I'm doing, I won't understand it, which... (laughs) is totally fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think we're ever all going to understand it. No, I'm that's why we all exist.
1: Yeah. That's why like each department in a huge company exists because no one else understands what anyone else does. We can't do each
0: other's jobs. (laughs) Right.
1: Um, so we already talked about it a little bit, but clients, we both work with clients. Yep. We have friends that work with clients. Mm -hmm. Half of us wouldn't have jobs without clients. Mm -hmm. So like, thank you. Thank you for recognizing Mm -hmm. that outsourcing is really helpful
0: to you. Yes. And even like,
1: Half of my clients have clients. Like it's oh yeah, it's all a cycle. They're also draining.
0: They can be. I feel so lucky because a lot of the clients that we have have either been our clients for literally like ten years, which is mm-hmm. more than double what I've been at the company for. Right. And so they feel a lot like family. So we go to yeah. like, I actually tonight was supposed to be at a client dinner. That was just, like, a fun team outing they invited me to because they always include me in their marketing team, like, meetings and outings, and it's so nice. So to those people, one, I'm sorry I missed dinner. (laughs) Two, thank you because you make my life easier. Mm -hmm. But there are clients that are not always like that.
1: No, definitely not. And, I mean, what we do is similar, but our, like, client relationships are very different. Our clients are huge, and we do a lot of different things, especially... A lot of website maintenance um we part of what we do is website building and then one of the services we offer is maintaining your website and that that part of like work I love but something that I love most about working with clients um and I think it comes from like me being like very like very much of a people person and very like other people forward type thing is that like when a client gets a win it's also a win for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, it may be something we have done. Like, we may have run a really successful campaign that's, like, and we just had one of these. It wasn't a client of mine, but someone else in our company. And they were, they had another agency and they weren't, like, confident that the agency was doing a great job. So, mm-hmm. they brought us in and were just kind of, like, tell us what you would do here. And so, we started doing that. And they're, like, okay, you're telling us like why don't you just do it and so we did it and it completely beat out the other agency and so it was like definitely a huge win for us as a company and our strategy and our creative and our content and our um ad management but like it was a huge one for our client too because they Mm -hmm. achieved something that they thought they couldn't achieve and they had just been being told that yeah it wasn't possible um and we were able to do it so it's things like that that we're succeeding but we're only succeeding because our client succeeds yeah it's a really good feeling
0: yeah no, I totally agree. from a lot of what I do, as I said was like writing press releases, pitching things yeah. out um if i if i mean I can't get my client in the press if they're not doing something pressworthy, right, so yeah. when they do something great and I'm able to get that out, and then a writer or an editor or whoever notes that that's pressworthy and puts it out there, mm-hmm. and oh my God, I love it, yeah, I love getting the emails that say my client mentions in the press right because I have them set daily Mm -hmm. so that I can keep up on it
1: yeah we love the wins we also have friends that have
0: different (laughs) types of clients we source some answers from some of our friends and family (laughs) we put it out there just like you know we want to know your work stories whether they be funny or tragic or you have work questions for us and (laughs) you know depending what you do. You have different types of clients. Right. Some people's clients roll blunts on their desk, <laughs> not ours, but you know, there are different industries out there. Right. I think that is maybe a complaint that this person had when yes. they wrote it in. Yeah. But yeah. My clients don't do that. Thank no. God. I mean, I don't have a desk for my clients to do that on anyway. So we're all, we're, we I, work remote. They but would have to okay. come to my house. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think my mom would like that very much. <laughs> Yeah, I know.
1: I also know quite a few people that are, I think, in a similar line of work as that Mm -hmm. person. And they have, like, their clients in their cars. Yeah. And it's, like, a very different lifestyle. They're still clients. Like, you're still, like, providing a service to someone else. But it's extremely different. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's some that you end up having to get so much more personal Mm -hmm. with your clients. Not to say that I don't consider some of the – I was – I think we were saying this, that some of our clients are, like, family. And I consider them, like, friends. But, you know, I'm not – on the daily picking them up and having right. to take them here or there or mm-hmm. hearing about all of their issues. Right. Honestly. And power to those people. I, yeah, I was going to say, were, I don't like, think I could handle that. Like, you, you need were... to have some serious empathy and, like, right. understanding for people. Yeah. I think I get a little <laughs> annoyed with people too easy for that. Yeah. That's why I'm not in that line right. of work. And the amount of patience
1: to work with people in that way mm-hmm. is just incredible. Yeah. Do we want to jump a little bit back to our side work and stuff we do we can clients do that. is like our nine to five mm-hmm. and beyond yeah it, it doesn't always end at five. it doesn't typically end at five. it doesn't
0: it starts before nine and ends after five yes and it's not just monday through friday no <laughs> yeah yeah but that's the thing it's in this day and age literally everyone pretty much has a side hustle even if you don't think you do i right. have friends who wouldn't consider that but like babysit as a side thing yeah like we're all just trying to make it, as much money wait, as we is, can
1: is, and that's it it's like you're trying to make as much money and it's also like sometimes like what else do you do yeah like if we're, we're young most of us aren't married don't have kids like why not why yeah not do
0: something else i mean i'm so this person people like when i was a kid i thought i'd be married by now because oh. my parents were high school sweethearts they were married by the time they were i don't even know 23 maybe mm-hmm. they had me when they were 24 and 23 like yeah I grew up thinking, like, that would be me. Now, all I... My focus is work. My mom's always like, oh, why don't you go on more dates? Like, I'm happy to go on dates occasionally, but it's so not what I... Right. It's, like, not my priority. Right. I want to do things that will build me up in my career. Mm-hmm. And then this way in the future, I'm, like, a boss bitch. Like, I want to be, like... I I mean, I've always also kind of wanted to be that person wearing, like, cool power suits and, like, yeah. you know, kind right. of being, like, the CEO of a yeah, company. I,
1: defi- I definitely have always wanted to be like i i don't now i'm literally sitting here in leggings i got home from work about 40 minutes ago um but like i've always wanted to just like constantly wear pantsuits yeah and i can't wait to honestly one day be there my company is not that type of environment and yeah sadly most places aren't though i mean it's right.
0: it's good i don't think i could get myself ready every day if i had to right now if i but- the days only we get I only to. worked nine to five sure true
1: <laughs> but on the days that I work until eight and then go in at eight yeah there's not, something about a nice up.
0: business outfit yeah. that makes you feel powerful when my shoes make like that clacking sound oh, on yeah. the ground I never feel more powerful than that right. that is like my favorite thing mm-hmm. But I digress. That was not where we yeah. were going with
1: that. I Just to, like, jump on that, because I was also the same way. I always thought that, like, I would want to be, like, married by 25, start mm-hmm. having kids before 30, and I'm yep. like, I'm
0: okay. Yep. Like Same.
1: I'm okay for a while. I, my grandma, my grandparents got married when they were 20 and 23, and on my 20th birthday, my grandmother called me, and she was like, you know more, like, I was married by now. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. am okay. I'm good. And she literally asked me that at, and I've been with my boyfriend for a while, but when we had just started dating, um, and I have a cousin who's just about a year older than I am, and she talked to me again, like, I think on my 21st birthday, 22nd, whatever, and she was like, you know, like, you and your cousin, like, you're just, like, not interested, and, like, and I was like, we're both busy. Yeah. Like, we're doing stuff. Like, she's off doing her residency at Vanderbilt. Like, she's Ooh, a boss fucking okay. bitch. She was just promoted to, like, top nurse or something like that. shout out to our nurses and our friends that are nurses because
0: my mom's a nurse oh my god she's She's a nurse practitioner i should say she went back to school when i was in college too oh that's exciting yeah so my mom also completed school when i was in college i literally moms love it they're great they are literally when my mom had her graduation she went to mass boston to go back to school yeah um literally when the happy days. i think my brother also had his senior prom that day or something so it was like such a big day i was yeah, like oh, i love that good for them um <laughs> but yes <laughs> we just like went off on a tangent i know i could go on tangents but basically now
1: that we're at this age and clearly our moms are showing us that you don't have to conform to mm-hmm. the lifestyle that
0: others led before you true and that's okay so here we are. So we're doing
1: other things besides our 9 to 5. We are.
0: I feel like I do so many things. Like I don't even, I can't even keep up. <laughs> but Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, I do, I'm Bumble's Boston event manager. So I plan like one big event a month, sometimes more. When it's more, I lose my mind because mm-hmm. I can't keep track of all of the things I have going on. Um, But it's great. I love it. I mean, I love everything Bumble stands for. It's mm-hmm like founded by an awesome woman they are constantly doing things i mean the whole premise of bumble is the woman gets to make the first move which i think is awesome Mm -hmm. um so yeah and we have i have a cute little team of three here in boston shout out to karina and natalie Mm -hmm. uh but yeah it i mean it takes up a good amount of my time and i'm okay with that like i don't need to have all this free time like what else would i be doing probably just watching tv watching reality tv literally let's be real literally and then in the past, I've done a lot of like freelance PR, mm-hmm. which I feel like, I mean, I don't now, but when I did, I kind of thought it was a good way to like really test if I was like good at what I do, because mm-hmm. I've always had the ring name behind it. So right. when I was doing this, I mean, it was for extra money, but it also like helped me realize like, okay, I can also do this. Right. Like, you know, I'm not just getting these press hits because people know my boss like sometimes right. it's actually that I can write something and right. you know I know how to pitch something so yeah I'm you know big fan of doing some extra work inside I also babysit occasionally yeah. I wanted to
1: get back into babysitting
0: it's kind of fun I reckon and they pay really well mm-hmm. and you don't get taxed on it so
1: very nice can't go
0: wrong <laughs> um I also just recently started freelancing, um, doing some freelance
1: marketing stuff for actually oh. someone we know. I'll tell you <gasps> after. Um, oh, I can't wait. But it was literally the reason, the the person reached out to me um, and I had been doing some other side things on my own, just literally writing stuff mm-hmm. here and there for people like blog posts and stuff yeah. like that because like that was something I had always done on the side, whether it be for Ringcom mm-hmm. or for other things and hadn't in a while and so now I get to do it for someone else which is exciting um and I've also been involved with the nonprofit since pretty much before I graduated um for those of you that don't know um, may not follow me on Instagram I went to Cambodia in January of 2019 um it was 13 days that absolutely changed my life and literally the best 13 days of my entire life um my like number one goal right now is to like find a way back to Cambodia yeah. and Southeast Asia for like a month if I can make that Ooh. happen so plan is like if and whenever I leave my job, like leave myself time in between and travel Ooh, I like that. Um, but it's just like it was an incredible experience. Um I got to work with Habitat for Humanity. <sighs> I too have
0: worked with Habitat for Humanity. I love. (laughs) I worked
1: with Habitat five times, and each experience was so different but so Mm. wonderful, and just collectively incredible weeks. Um, But then when we were there, we also visited a school that was started by people here, actually from Cambridge, Mass. Um, So I was so moved by the experience. Our um, leader of the trip was actually just recently on the board of the school by the time we had gone and visited, um, and they were looking for board members and I actually approached this person who has been a mentor, a professor and now a really good friend. Um, but I approached him and his boss and I was like, All right, like I need some something non profit to do, like Mm -hmm. I can't lose the social justice side of me when I was graduating and it was his boss actually that said well cam cam needs board members and i like almost started bawling i was like are you serious like i still get to be involved with the kids um so it's like it's pretty low touch point um Mm. literally i'm also doing marketing website stuff social stuff for them um but it's just something that means a lot so i'm glad i get that too
0: I remember when you announced that you like were on that board. I was like such a proud friend moment. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, what a boss bitch! Like yeah. that is a cool. Th- I mean, I'm be on board for something. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> we don't do
1: a ton. Like we just sort of like more than half of our goal is to literally just send money so that these mm-hmm. kids can have a place yeah. to go to school, which is and awesome. Have a meal once a day. Yeah. So like we can make five thousand dollars a year happen. Like
0: anything, yeah. We are for sure to go basically. So
1: yeah, jumping away from that, just so other mm-hmm. people know that. It's okay to do things and you, you should be things. proud of your side hustle. Yeah, hustles. and
0: sometimes they don't have to make you money. Like, I mean, a side right. hustle, technically, like, you think of a job that you're making extra income, which, I mean, everyone loves extra income, but right. sometimes it's just something that you do, whether it's to, like, build up yourself for your future job. Like, like when you said blog posts, I've written blog posts for places just to have, like, more in my writing mm-hmm. portfolio and I've done it for free. Just right. put it out there. Yeah, I've also, obviously, get paid for some of them, but mm-hmm. just extra things I mean we do this podcast as a side thing literally it's just something something else like on our repertoire basically and we enjoy it and it's just something
1: anything you do literally anything just contributes to who you are as a person and what you bring value to Mm. someone else yeah so whether you like run or yeah rock climb or mountain climb or are not active and you're I don't know writing your own book like you you're bringing something to the table yeah so jumping maybe back to the 9 to 5, <laughs> um, I feel like we can't talk about work and not talk about coworkers. Yes.
0: And sometimes you're not as lucky as <laughs> we were. Yeah. For a while. I know. I'm very sad. I honestly do not think Andrea listens to this podcast. Maybe she does. Maybe I'll get a text also, that's like... Andrea, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Because my coworker Andrea, just left um, to go to a new job and... It's very sad without her. I mean it was very sad when Morgan left because Morgan was my work wife as we all know.
1: Mm-hmm. Anytime Jess was invited anywhere,
0: Morgan yeah. I went. <laughs> literally after Morgan stopped working for us, she is still my date to event. So,
1: <laughs> literally I remember one event we went to and it was a client that you're mm-hmm. very very close with and we walked in and like half of the girls walked up to us and were like Jess we thought you were bringing a date yeah it's <laughs>
0: like like nope just me surprise <laughs> <laughs> I mean nope <laughs> sorry yeah we're really sorry yes yeah, so sometimes people get really lucky I have been very fortunate although at like I do not even say my past internships I guess my like high school jobs like random jobs I had through college I definitely have been there where it's not so great right my
1: first two internships I actually worked in the IT departments of Mm. a very large insurance company. And I loved it. But one of the, I think the best things they did for us was they did a lot of like intern learning and a lot of intern Mm. like teamwork and collaboration and and different projects so that you weren't just doing like your job as an intern and what you were doing, which I learned a ton. I actually ended up studying data analytics in school and something I don't get a ton of and miss. Um, but, like, the connection with other interns yeah. from, like, day oh. one was, like, my favorite yeah. part about
0: it. One of my best friends to this day, Erin Cooper, who I'm pretty sure is going to listen to this, so mm-hmm. shout out, Erin. Um, like, we knew of each other because we went to college together, but we ended up interning together senior year. I want to say, like, second semester. Um, And the first day of internship, all the interns were at this one big table, and I just sat next to her because she was the only person that looked familiar. Right. And we're, like, best friends now. We, yeah. We went to – we went on vacation together. We get together for brunch and bottomless pasta at Capo constantly. We're in yeah. the same book club. Like, I – if we hadn't been at that internship and become friends, like, yeah. I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. I also probably wouldn't have got through that internship if I didn't have her to talk to you all right. the time. <laughs> I know.
1: My internship friends are still, like, not the people I would, like, talk to regularly. Mm-hmm. But I, they're just, like, the adult friends that I'm, like, loving watching what they're yeah. doing. And it's It's just nice like, to see where people end up. Yeah. Definitely. I, don't know, my, I think my coworker situation is probably more traditional than Jess's now. Mm. Um, although still not like we're not corporate at all. Um, we're about 20 and I think the median age is probably 30.
0: Okay.
1: Um, actually, that's probably high. It's probably 28. But like it's a type of thing where because there's so few of us, we are all like constantly talking, constantly like having Awesome conversation, getting to to know each other personally. Like we have bachelor talks minimum three days a week, and a lot of the I'm guys jealous. are involved in it too. That. And it's so much fun. Aww. So it's just like that fun of an environment, uh, but also because we work so close together, we can be hostile sometimes. <laughs> um, and I think it's different because I don't know. In seeing like other friends that work in large companies, they like either have a few team members and like mm-hmm. don't know a ton of people or like know people off in a distance um and I feel like that's what I know from like my parents experience who mm-hmm. have both worked in really large companies is like yeah. there are people you've worked with for years that you just like know yeah but like you don't really know them so I'm kind of glad that my first experience has been in a smaller environment where I'm yeah. like, getting to know people I'm getting to learn from so many people yeah which is really cool
0: yeah I think it's really nice from I think both of our experiences being a at- smaller scale like companies yeah i mean yours isn't super tiny but on compared to some places right. small yeah it's small um i have friends who are at giant companies um that hate it and mm-hmm. i don't know even though you know they're these companies that are huge and i've went in toward the offices with them and they're like they have snack rooms and rooms with chairs hanging from the ceilings and all those cool stuff that you think would make a company cool that right. you see as like all these cool big companies having right. but they also are like miserable cuz right because it's such a big company there's all these things that just yeah. don't one of my mesh friends, as
1: well. Yeah, one of my friends is in a situation like that and she literally will say all the time like that her company like masks how they treat their employees by their like culture. Mhm. And I, yeah, I'm using air quotes yeah. for everyone that is not in the room with us. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like companies nowadays will pretend to be like the Google
0: where, Mm -hmm. you know, you
1: have beer on tap and cold brew on tap and you bring in a lunch vendor once a week and blah, blah, blah. You're doing all these great things for your employees. But, like, are your employees really feeling valued? And do they think that they're providing you, like, quality work? Because if they don't, then, like, chances are that your culture actually isn't that great.
0: Yeah. And as much as I'm a sucker for stuff like that, like, if you offered me, like, wine at the end of the day at the office, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. But if you think about all those, like, big things that they do – the money they're spending on that as an employee, sometimes you're like, well, I mean, if you didn't have this, could we all be making more money? Like, right. that would probably annoy me. we all be me. making more money, could we all have summer Fridays? Like, yeah, there's just yeah.
1: different things that they could do for yep. you instead of providing you something that really isn't making that big of a difference in how mm-hmm. you feel as an employee.
0: Yeah. Speaking of coworkers, someone wrote in asking, what do you do when someone at work is being shady? Mm. Do you tell your boss or do you look the other way? Which I think is... I mean, it obviously depends on the situation. But yeah.
1: I think I would probably need to know a little bit more yeah. detail in terms of Shady. From my experience, um, there are times where people will just, like I said, be a little bit more hostile yeah. towards one of another, and it's because half the time it's like they just like don't want to do something in the moment that they're going to end up doing, and it's how it always works out, but... I, like, recently for the first time, like, stood up to myself and was, like, getting flack with someone back because I literally asked them to do their job and I just sort of, like, stood up for myself a little bit. And my relationship with that person has been so much better since yeah. then. But I, like, also know of coworkers that are being shady and sometimes it's, like, it really depends on the situation. Yeah. Of whether, like, to address it.
0: Yeah, um, and it depends, I think, also on the team dynamics because I think almost in that situation you have to feel how – how the boss of that team is and whether or not they're gonna bring it to everyone's attention that you brought it to them or if there's like that anonymity yeah because you also don't want to make things awkward you know for the whole team or for yourself Mm -hmm. if you have to go forward working with this person so I don't know I'd be curious I would love to know more on this particular situation because clearly someone's got some issues they gotta work out with And it's tough. Yeah, I'm
1: also thinking, like, um, of course, my own personal situation. And luckily for me, my my boss has been someone that I could, like, definitely go to. And, like, I have coworkers that I can vent to. And Mm -hmm. I do vent to about certain things. Yeah. Um, But I also have a good relationship with my boss that I can, like, tell her things. And she's not necessarily always the decision maker. Mm -hmm. But it is also good to know that, like, someone has your back. Yeah. So even if, like, something may not necessarily change... To let someone else know that something's going on so that if anything were to come out of it, it doesn't blow up in your face is, I think, always the best way to go about something. Yeah, that's a safe bet for sure. Something I've learned in agency life is, like, going down a hallway or some path, whatever, Mm -hmm. by yourself is always, like, potential for a problem. It's just, loop someone in.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean – We're known for talking about dating horror stories on this. Mm -hmm. Should we share some work horror stories? I think we should. Yeah, I agree. We Um, have to.
1: (laughs) So this person, my first set of horror stories, and I didn't really get explicit stories. And I think that's Mm -hmm. because I know this person really well. And I know this work situation really well. um, And they just sort of sent me a few messages. Oh, about... All about their boss. Um, but this person talks a little bit about their boss's, like, misguided priorities, mm-hmm. some unethical behavior, um, their inability to, like, manage, whether that be tasks of their own or their mm-hmm. staff members. And like I said, I know this person really well and this person is, like, amazing mm-hmm. and is stuck in a kind of a shitty situation with their boss mm-hmm. only, basically, okay. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. everything surrounding it um, is not shitty
0: okay
1: working for this person is but this kind of like reading this like and talking about it anonymously kind of reminds me of something my mom said to me once and my mom has been at her company for 24 years wow um and my dad's been at his for 26 i just oh, wow. I, okay. I come from that mentality of, like mm-hmm. you start somewhere you stay there kind mm-hmm. of thing which neither of my parents started there like they had jobs yeah. before them like they're way older than 40 but not that much older i'm really sorry my mom my mom's freaking <laughs> kill me <laughs> um but they my mom told me once after being at her company for about like 18 years and she had just gotten a new boss and her new boss like sucked and she was just like i finally understand what people say about you leave managers not companies Mm, And, like, she wasn't ready to, like, pack up and leave her company, so she ended up, like, switching departments. But, like, she was so – she loved her job and what she did, but she was so miserable working for someone and reporting to someone that was, like, just truly didn't care about their employees Mm -hmm. that she was ready to up and leave and leave behind, like, a 401k and everything like that. Yeah.
0: I think that is – something that happens so often it really is about Mm -hmm. someone's managerial style Mm -hmm. that makes or breaks a job definitely like I mean the people on the same level as you can as well yeah but when it's the person who you deal with on the day-to-day who is giving you your work Mm -hmm. and like kind of or or the person overlooking everything yeah and it makes a difference I think for most of us
1: like your work isn't for a lot of us like necessarily coming straight from one person Mm -hmm. but what you can accomplish outside of like what you have to do right because I think we we all have to do something within our jobs but we that there still is room for us to like grow and do more mm-hmm. whether that be within your department in your company and your like yeah or you personally that is always limited yeah by who you report to
0: yeah and yeah when if you that... wanted to try something outside of your mm-hmm. job role and the person That is your boss was just stuck in this no this is what you're doing mindset and wouldn't give you the opportunity then you're stuck and that's right if you want to implement a new process Mm -hmm. if you want to like yeah change something
1: like something I realized as a student and it's because I was in student government but I found the most like harmful statement in the world is we do it this way because Mm -hmm. we've always done it this way oh yeah that and to me like I I literally would like visibly cringe if I was in a meeting as SGA <laughs> president and I heard that because I'm like I don't hear that that's a freaking excuse that's a, it. and it's a bad excuse it it's is it's such a bad excuse yeah, yeah.
0: oh yeah that and is that, a tough yeah scenario to be in it is and I feel for this person
1: because they want to do more and they're capable of doing more um and even not necessarily more with them like within their job but they just sort of like would like to better The way that they do their job or the way that their department runs and they're sort of unable to because their boss is tunnel visioned in Mm -hmm. what they think is the most important
0: yeah and or if if they feel they're like if the boss feels their idea is the right way which I mean when you put it out there like I think we can all admit that we think our own way is the correct way at all times but you have to be open to other people's ideas and maybe that your way isn't the right way but when you're working for someone or with someone who can't think outside of their own little like it's so tough you get stuck in this terrible position and then yeah it's just yeah not
1: great it's shitty and I feel for this person and if you are working under a manager that stifles you I'm really sorry
0: Mm, good word you're worth more yes that's my advice um yeah (laughs) I like that you just wrote in our notes any interaction with a boomer so that was um Verbatim, a <laughs> yes. message
1: that I got from someone. Um,
0: I do not work with any boomers. It's what not. is the official age of a boomer? I
1: think it's like 55. I know my oh. dad's a boomer.
0: I definitely do not work <laughs> with any boomers. <laughs>
1: um, so we luck out. I know that this person specifically, um, I think we're, maybe, no, maybe I'm wrong. I think they might have made a career switch. They studied accounting in school. Okay. Uh, that's what I know. And, Maybe, I'm going to check in and find out what mm-hmm. they're doing now. I'm curious. But they work at a bigger company so or bigger environment. And so when you work in something bigger than that or bigger, the chances of having a little wider age range yep. are much higher.
0: Yeah. I think it's just when older people at a job don't like change with the times because yeah. everything's changing constantly sometimes they do and that's great but they're i'm sure everyone has had like yeah that time where someone is like well this is how it's done but it's like yeah that's how it was done like 20 right. years ago exactly maybe. <laughs> i try to think of my horror stories i probably had so many honestly of just random things that went wrong because that is just what happens mm-hmm. um and i know we're already getting close to the episode so i'm not gonna go into too much depth but this is just a story that i've told people and I have to tell it because it's this, it was horrifying it still gives me like PTSD when I hit send on like when I'm doing like a pitch to like a list because mm-hmm. I usually I'll do pitches to individual writers or like you know segmented things but I when I was first starting out in, after college I was wrapping this like big expensive food festival and um I was going to be at it, thank God, so that if any press that wanted to attend, I could be there to, like, chat with them. But we had, like, obviously, like, a national list for the festival as a whole Mm -hmm. so that any chefs that wanted, you know, if anyone needed, like, a chef to interview, there we go. And there's the tie into the food festival. Um, I did not realize when I was pitching out the, like, week before – maybe it was, like, two weeks before – invitations to the festival like we want you to come as our guest basically offering like a free and it was like like I said an expensive festival so tickets to any given event were like a hundred dollars right probably more than that I accidentally sent the invites to the nationalist which was probably like 5,000 people Mm -hmm. and I didn't it didn't occur to me until maybe like five minutes later all of a sudden I started getting like out of office emails I was like, oh, my God. And, like, literally, I had to close my laptop. I didn't look at it for the rest of the day because I was so scared because the out-of-offices kept coming so it was going to be, like, a long weekend or something. And yeah. I was horrified. And yeah. so then I started getting actual responses that were like, oh, we're actually in California. Um, okay. Maybe keep us in mind for next year. Like, can you guys fly us out? Like, all these things. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I have serious anxiety when I send a pitch to a list anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. not great, yeah. especially when I just started out. And I, in case – thank God none of the people requested anything, like, crazy. Like, I was right. able to make it work, and people actually were like, oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. But, yeah, not great. I mean, I guess yeah, if you're not in the is, field, you don't get why that's so no, that traumatizing. No, like traumatizing. But it is. I mean,
1: yeah, I totally get that. I sometimes just feel my stomach turn, like, with the slightest of fuck-ups. Like, mm-hmm. literally, there was one day where – we like switched a social caption to like one that had been previously approved and then like we switched it was something completely different Mm -hmm. like still relevant content and the contact like flipped out like flipped, flipped i've never like been talked to by this like this It it was like the most like terrifying three hours of my day um and so like sometimes i still like get that and i like know my coworkers have done that and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes the smallest mistakes um sometimes the smallest mistakes clients like flip out over yeah and it's like yes we should honestly should never make mistakes when you're doing something for someone else but we're all human that's yeah. how it happens and it is like the scariest thing
0: it is so you do some email blasts for your job right yes what um like software or. We use Bronto. Oh, okay. Through so, Oracle,
1: it's absolutely miserable.
0: Okay, well, Everybody I. Everybody should
1: use HubSpot.
0: Okay, yeah. I do my email blasts for work. I usually don't do them anymore. I had been doing them for years. Yeah. I always enjoyed it, honestly. But when you, oh, we use MailChimp. And right before you send an email blast in MailChimp, this image of the chimp's finger pressing like a, a scary red button. Oh, like, my God goes down and it's like are you sure you're ready to send it yeah. and it keeps going until you say yes and so literally you sit there and you're like am i am yeah i don't like, know if i'm ready okay to send it. yeah i don't yeah. every time i was like i don't know probably a lot of type but who knows did yeah. i read it over five right. times yes but does that matter
1: like for because it's for your company like i feel like that's even like less scary it but is I, like, oh for sure i will create and send emails for clients and oh yeah like, no yeah we're doing even, like even like our clients like We'll approve the email itself and then also approve that we've, like, set up our sends. We do a lot of A-B testing. Mm -hmm. So they approve both ends of it. And even then, like, even if a client has approved something and it's wrong, like, it's still ultimately on us. And it's the worst feeling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, totally. We are getting a little more into doing, like, the email blast for clients Mm -hmm. um, because some of them just don't have it and definitely should. And yeah, I get nervous doing it for our own company Mm -hmm. where the stakes are less high. Like, I'm not going to get fired over a typo in a blog or yeah yeah like it's okay but when it's for the client god like I'm I'm already stressed out about that like oh I'm gonna have to see that stupid monkey's finger (laughs) pressing down on a red button again okay horrible (sighs)
1: um but since we talked about the things that scare us every day like Mm -hmm. hitting send um (laughs) let's just end sort of on our goals
0: yeah what are those I don't know I don't even know I don't even know
1: I mean like yeah I want to go back to Cambodia but I guess that's not technically a career goal yeah um I truly for the last like six months probably have like questioned what I do and what I like want to do like every day
0: you really have you I really tell me frequently
1: yeah and I. it's I I mean it's tough and I like what I do I really do but I also like there's parts of me that are missing certain things that I used to have um that like always like wonder like what else and One of the things that some days I find comfort in and other days like scares me out of my mind is we all see the messages all over that are like you could change your life today like up and quit Mm -hmm. your job like don't go to work like (laughs) you could completely change it and like that is good to know some days but other days I'm like well what the hell does that change mean Mm -hmm. like oh yeah so I'm like terrified and but I don't know what I want so if you also don't know what you want or you have a recommendation for me
0: please call me. Yeah. Um, I think we can all misery and mm-hmm. not knowing what we want because yeah. I feel that way. I feel like in my mind, there's all these things I want to do. Mm-hmm. I was telling you, I think before we started recording that I want to take a few classes at mass like relearn graphic design. Cause mm-hmm. I used to take graphic design courses all in high school. So like I have some background, like that was my, right. my elective every single year. Right. Um, so I have like some background. I just don't remember. So I'd like to relearn like Photoshop and illustrator. Like, mm-hmm. Those are things that are helpful in this field. Right. I don't do a ton of it, but I could do more. Right. That could be a total other offering that we have for our clients. Yeah. I also want to learn more about like branding and I have these, mm-hmm. all these things I want, but it's like, where do you start? Right. And then you, know, I get overwhelmed because I'm like, I have all these things I want to do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think we all are <laughs> just figuring it out yeah, as we go. definitely. And that's okay. Nobody's alone in this. Nobody.
1: <laughs> so... Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thanks for
0: letting us vent almost. (laughs) Yeah, literally this is just like a therapy session in a podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And with that, we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. (laughs)